It depends on how many labats in you are. Nope. Labats. <laughs> um. What is up, everybody? You have just tuned into the Tether Radio Podcast, the only podcast keeping you from spiraling out into the infinite abyss. I'm your host, Daniel, and I'm joined, as always, by the lovable, the enjoyable, the fantastic, the fantabulous duo of Allie and Larry. Yeah, baby. And with that intro for a duo i was expecting it to be these nuts <laughs> and let me tell you they're great at ligma <laughs> like my balls oh, anyway. so, uh, <laughs> yeah we're on one because we are doing what daniel what are we doing what are we doing this is what we oh what, what is, does the survey what say today? what does the survey a say feature. a double feature so you will be <laughs> listening to this uh Oh, let's see. My God, I don't have a the week after Labor Day. Yeah. The week uh, after Labor Day. So add six, add seven to six. There you the go. Twelfth. The twelfth. <laughs> yeah. So what uh, seven to so six yeah, or we're <laughs> this is going to be coming out on the twelfth, but we are actually recording this on the first because we have uh, some uh, issues scheduling and stuff, and so we are doing a double feature on the first. That one is going to come out on the following Monday, and the other one is going to come out a week from the following Monday, which is the 12th. And oh my God, if you drive 88 miles per hour, you will go back to the future, you sumbitch. Sorry for this stale news that's two weeks old by the time you listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good good stuff. We do our best. I'm not going to lie. Like, this is going to be one of these things that, like, there's enough of this shit that it's like. Yeah. It's still not going to come across your uh, your your desk or whatever you sit at. I don't know. Yeah, plus uh, last podcast took a break as well, so yeah. I'm pretty sure that we're going to be ahead of them. Not oh, like yeah. like not like we're like real competition to the marine. Okay, but in true, our heads true. we are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Well, I mean, honestly, it's like a pride we thing. we like to set a high standard. Sure, sure. You know, that is so. a very high standard. <laughs> well, I mean, shit, dude. Shoot for the what is it? Shoot for the moon and the moon. Uh, land among the stars yeah. or some shit. So. I don't know. Well, what is that? What is that fucking stupid ass like? Uh, uh, oh my god, was the. What's the term that it's like motivational, like poster kind of thing, right? Isn't that what it, um, yeah, how it yeah, goes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shoot, shoot for the moon, land among the stars. I don't know. Yeah. Or even if you miss, you land among land among the stars. Yes. Which honestly, we're all fucking great shots. So I mean, we're gonna hit the moon. So. Exactly. Fuck, fuck yeah, like we did in 1969. If you believe in that. 69. But I would ask how your guys' weeks went. Yeah, but but hey, we guess what? It was covered on the last episode. So. Let's just dive in. <laughs> We're going to do the damn thing. I, I will forewarn uh, all the listeners. I apologize, but this is going to be probably a little bit uh, truncated episode. Um, just because, hey, guess what? We're we're doing what we got, man. We got we got normal shit going on in our lives. This is not our main gig. We love you guys. We want to give you some more jazz, and uh, I don't know. Hope you enjoy it. So, without further ado, 
Where do we want to head, y'all? I guess it's only traditional that we start with him out of the asshole. Uh-oh. Right? Let's see what happens. All right. So uh, here we go. This one's a little bit differently titled. Oh. If, uh, if you know, you don't mind. It's a little um, what? I'm sorry. I didn't hear different, that. Different, differently titled. Okay. Uh, d- different acronyms are used. So here we go. Would I be the asshole if I asked my daughter to return her inheritance? Do, 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 do. Daniel's do, got do, thoughts do, over there. Do, 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 do. <laughs> he doesn't know where to go with this one. Well, right. so uh, this is going against my understanding of what an inheritance is, so... Anyway, yeah. what two dildos in a fucking pocket rocket? I, I know because my parents like just were like super blunt with Connect. me, and they were like, "Hey, guess what you're gonna inherit?" And my dad reached in his pocket, and then he came out with, and he was flipping me off, and I was like, <laughs> "Pops, what the fuck, man?" No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can that be a show title? Two dildos in a pocket rocket? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I might have you beaten. <laughs> okay, uh, so. Would I be the asshole if I asked my daughter to return her inheritance? I have two sons and one daughter. I don't know why they uh, fucking plural yeah, made it plural. Yeah. Um, have you read this my, yet? No, okay. I have not. That's why. Uh, <laughs> all of my children are college aged. Uh, my first son wanted to study medicine, and medicine is very expensive. After he finished high school, my husband got sick, and my firstborn daughter, Janine, uh, uh, Janine, right? Yeah, Janine took over the business. She opted out not to ha- not to go to university, but encouraged her brothers to pursue medicine, and that she will work in the family business and pay his fees. Very nice of her. Her other brother also wants to pursue medicine, so Janine agreed to pay for them as also. Uh, that was six years ago, and all her siblings are finished with their studies and doing internships. My husband's health has also improved, but my daughter still uh, ran, uh, runs the business. My daughter decide, decided to move to Canada since all of her siblings have become self-sufficient, and my husband and I saved for retirement. I was talking to my husband and was talking about writing a will, he decided that uh, fr- uh, from the sales of the business and Janine, uh, from the sales of the business, Janine uh, will receive seventy percent of the money, and her siblings will share the thirty percent left equally. His reasoning was that the business paid for the medical school medical school fees, and it it's expensive. It was expensive, obviously, since Janine did not go to medical school and worked in the business. She should get all of the money. I agree so far. I do agree that Janine, uh, that Janine, this is badly written. I do agree <laughs> that Janine, but her life, but put, put her life, put it, it's supposed to say, I put. know it's typo. I'm saying that's what she meant. Yeah. yeah. I do agree that Janine put her life on hold for her siblings, but she's getting married to a very rich man who will take care, uh, take care of her. Um, my son, on the other hand, will need money to get married and they all want to, uh, want stay at home wives. Okay. I can't seem to change my husband's opinion. I think that they should all share the money equally. Janine has a very strong business since she changed, uh, she changed her company 
it was making $1 million in profit a year, uh, but when she took over, it started making $3 million. She can start her own business, and I know she can make it thrive. The money doctors, the money doctors making during their internship and residencies is very low. I tried to explain this to my husband, but all he says is that they should start eating ramen noodles and stop relying on their sister. I have decided to ask Janine to give her money to her brothers after her dad transferred it. So, would I be the asshole if I asked that of her? So. My understanding of inheritance is like, and obviously, like, I feel like this is once your parents, like, pass away. I think usually, yes. Okay, so that's why I said yes, because I'm like, it's not really inheritance, but. Well, I mean, it's, it's a legal document that has to be honored after their death, obviously, so. Even yes. if while they're alive, they say, no, she gets nothing. Once they die, that's what happens. And if their brother, if her brothers are greedy, then they can, they have full fucking, you know, control of it. So this is, this is the other thing that I would say to this. Um, my, and maybe this is like specific to my family. Okay, so first, first what? before you go. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. What, I just what, yes. what is the answer? Yeah. Just full stop. Yes. Okay. Um, so what did you say? You said yes. Yeah. Ali said yes. What did you say? Oh yeah. No, I said yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I I said yes also. Um, so my thing is, is like with, with families in, in my opinion, um, I feel like most of the time the help is given to the people that, that actually need it. You know, it's like if if you've got a, like a group of uh, or a, a person in the family that it's like is just absolutely killing it and doesn't need the inheritance. Yes, obviously everybody can use extra money, but it's also one of these things that it's like, okay, do I need a fucking boat or does this person would this person like to have a house that would facilitate their family? You know what I'm saying? Instead of living in a smaller uh, and yeah. and I don't know. I, I, I see I'll, where you're coming from. Full disclosure: I, I was uh, I was kind of going through some shit uh, earlier uh, in the earlier time that you were uh, reading this. So I, if I'm like, if I'm missing some points, yeah, yeah. So uh, it sounded like the 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 daughter uh, is the the daughter was the one that was like basically going to be able to take this business and make it thrive. And yeah, she so did. The, the she do- already did. Yeah. Yeah, um, the daughter the daughter stayed behind so yeah. her brothers could go to medical school uh, and she took over the family business and during her taking over the family business and put her her um education on hold. Yeah. She made the business successful. Okay. Like it was making a million profit a year and now it's making now it's 3 making million. Three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um she paid for the brothers to go to school. Okay. And now she's going to get penalized again for that. <laughs> 
Well, so yeah, it's, and it's, not, it's like American see, economy I here. I don't really like, see it as a penalization. In, in I, my I opinion, do. I but. do. So here's why I say that, okay. yes, you are the asshole. So okay. First of all, your daughter did not go to college and sacrificed uh, that time. Um, and there, there are many aspects to it, right? Mm. Uh, she got thrown straight into the family business, which, you know, it was a healthy business to begin with. Mm-hmm. She made it grow. She was self-taught. And like went through all the pain and suffering of growing the business, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and while her her brothers are you know in school to become doctors, and just because she is marrying rich, she is being penalized by not getting an equal share of the inheritance, which she alone um, built. So my thing is, it's like that's the American economy right there, mm-hmm. like. The harder you work, the less you fucking get because someone else is taking a cut. That's like the tax system right there. The more you make, the more taxes you pay until you get to the 1%. So that's my she's, she's getting fucking dragged in the comments, though. Like, all the comments are like, uh, how long have you favored your sons over your daughter? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and so I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it, it's, this sounds like one of those things that it's I'm, – I'm split. Let me put it that way, because like honestly, I I feel like it. Uh, I'm telling you what how my family functions. Put yourself in her situation. Yes, I, I am, and I'm I, I, so. The the sons. I understand that this that that she she put in a, a boatload of work and like is she, she is she is gaining from this uh, this. Three hundred percent increase in profit. Correct. She's gaining from I mean, this. It's not specified whether she like how much she gets to keep, how much her salary was, how much she paid herself. It's yeah. not. It's not specified. Yeah. But the the whole point is about the inheritance. Like, how much is the business worth? Is she going to keep the business, or like, are they are they going to have okay. to sell it? And, you know? Okay, okay, well, you, and, and, and it, that's a good it's point. It's worded there at the end. It yeah. says uh, no. Sorry, in the middle, it says the dad decided that from the sale of the business, she will receive seventy percent of the there money, and the siblings will share thirty percent. So, like, so, implying I mean, she's that, getting like. like yeah, but the mom disagrees. The dad wants to give her 70% what she deserves. And the mom and wants I would to agree. Have a third. Okay. The mom so she wants, wants it to be third. It. The mom wants it to be thirds, yeah. and the dad wants it to be 70 30. Yeah. And the, yeah. the son's split. 15. Yeah, so 70 15 15. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree with the dad. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because I, I'm sorry, dude. It. Sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Sacrifice deserves reward. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah. thought you were going so. the other way, and we were both like, "What?" Oh no, no I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying that, it, like, uh, so I thought that. Okay, this was my interpretation. Not that it fucking matters, um, but I, my interpretation was that she was doing. She was like heading the business kind of thing, and then this the the sons. She was basically helping the sons get through school, and then they were doing their own thing. Does they that make are. sense? They are. That, okay. That's right. But, but but we're talking about once the business is yeah, sold. Yeah. Yes. sold. Yeah, yeah, once yeah. the parents. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, I completely agree with the dad that it's like, dude, I'm. No. If you put the fucking time in, you should reap the, the benefits. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, like, I, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm sorry. That was a misinterpretation. Okay, you, of my, you, on okay my so think about it. She put two, two siblings through doctoral fucking educations yeah right 
two medical school bills. And Dude, this is the proof mom's argument. That you don't need college. Period. <laughs> yeah. No, um, no. I'm, I'm and, and I'm like honestly if like you have a family business to run. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. But but my point is is like, dude, we shouldn't be sending. I actually listened to a very very interesting uh, podcast very recently, aka like a day or two ago. Uh, and the, the Shapiro show. Was, oh fuck you! No, it's actually called the realignment. Uh, but uh, but and I can send it to you guys if you'd be interested to listen to it because like it was some very interesting shit that it is. We should not, as of right now, we are we are uh, sending something around forty percent of uh, high school graduates to college. And we should yeah. be somewhere more around twenty to twenty five percent. Yeah, because what we're doing is we're we're making a glut of uh, of degrees out there that are meaning less and less on a daily basis. And now nobody gives a fuck about you having a bachelor's. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, yeah, exactly. So and two, so instead two, of being specialized yeah. or having some kind of like technical degree yes. and stuff, you know, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so just you know. Two out of three people mm-hmm. on this podcast are employers, right? Uh, how often, Allie, does just, education You know what? Just matter? call me out, dude. It's not a big deal. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm completely... Allie, in, in your field, how often does, does education matter as far as giving a job? My field is labor. Like, it's not... It doesn't matter. Right. No, but dude, 90% of people that are employed right now don't use the fucking degree they got in school. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. And yep. so it's like, it's it's a fucking joke, man. And so they, they harness us. And this was about uh, school debt. Yeah. The the, the I, podcast. And I honestly, you guys would actually yeah. probably really dig this. It? But actually, it was the, re, the realignment. Okay, you guys you would that, like it. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a hundred percent of the a hundred percent of people on this podcast, which is all three of us, yeah. do not use their degree currently. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Nope. Well, actually, I take that back. I do just because I give all of my family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> advice about shit. Oh, can I take this? Should I not do this? Here or whatever. I go to. Does this look infected? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so I've got it. I've got like a, at least like you know a little bit of knowledge in that regard. But but yeah. I mean, it really it has it has. Uh, completely devalued. Uh, the, the industry F- is oversaturated yeah. because of the influx of uh, college uh, degrees to where it really does not mean anything, but it honestly really doesn't mean Well, it anything. doesn't mean anything, dude. Because, uh, because employers, employers are going to say, yeah, you have to have a college degree in a related field and four years experience yep. as an entry level. Yeah. So, yep. AKA, you could be a college or a, a high school graduate that like had a hookup in that, job or that went to a trade school, or, or dude. Well, I mean, like, dude, let's be honest. It's always been who you know, not what you know. Yep. So, yep. at least to get but, your foot in the door somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But but I'm sorry, I'm like completely derailing this. <laughs> but um, but no, like in regards to this shit, like I. Uh, completely agree with the dad that it's like dude she should uh or um yes she should get the 70 percent the uh son should f- uh split the 15 her main then- argument her main argument is that she's mm. marrying wealthy 
That's not no, her fuck fucking that, dude. fault. You know, that's happenstance, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, but that's uh, not fair at all. Yeah, it's not 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 fair in the least. So, oh, do they? I guess they do. Like, do they sticky be civil every time? I think so. I don't uh, know. I think by the time I get to one, it almost always is. But I'm not. Yeah. I don't know if it always is. I don't gotcha. look at it enough. I, I think okay. something Larry? like early early on. I think early what? Do they always sticky the civil? No, thing? not always. Yeah. Okay. But I think early on, like uh, when I find these articles or these posts, I think early on, if it hasn't gained too much traction, they don't do it. But once it gets to once like it gets a hot. bunch of people. Yeah, once once a bunch of people fucking just drag the OP. Yeah, yeah. Then that's that's when. Uh, uh, that's when I mean, that kind of makes sense. I mean, I mean, you, you got to slow the. A lot of them have it coming. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You not asked gonna for disagree. it. You literally asked. Dude, don't you ask me if you're the asshole. Would if you, you don't want to know. <laughs> if you don't. Wanna know. <laughs> don't ask me the question if you don't know what want to know the answer. Oh man. So. All right, I got to talk about this. Okay, what you got? Please. Um, and I do not... Th- I'm, I'm going cold on this one, so uh-huh. I'm going to have to... Uh, yeah, I, I got to post this real quick, like... You're, you're uh, pulling a Larry on it? Or uh, oh, don't you, <laughs> don't you know? Um, no, don't you know? I'm putting this one on the uh, 217. Okay. So, look at that. Look at that, y'all. And look at that, I'll look at it. that. I'll fix oh, it later. Yeah. You, I, all um, I need is the link, you're good. Yeah. Here we go. Winnipeg mayor candidate gets bike stolen 85 minutes after promising oh, to reduce Oh, you fucking bike- asshole. <laughs> I was going to cover this. You, you, <laughs> did you not see my uh, did Oh, you not shit. See no, I shit? didn't. I legit didn't. <laughs> oh, did you have that l- noted? Yeah. Oh, I'm it's, sorry, dude. Look, look, I apologize. No, no, no. It's, it's cool. It's, uh, that, that's why I teased it. Uh, earlier, I was oh, like, I didn't "Hey, teased. we're gonna get we're gonna get into Canadian politics." Oh, you know, oh, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. Ca- I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, no, no, I didn't put the no, connection. I love it. Together. I love it. I love it. Go roll with it. <laughs> so, a Winnipeg mayoral candidate had his bicycle stolen less than 90 minutes after announcing a cycling infrastructure plan that included plans to reduce bike theft. Just the before, irony. <laughs> dude, I. I'm here for this shit. Uh, to quote Allie, I'm here for it. I'm here for this shit. Uh, hey, just and befo- also, so. also, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. No, no, you, you're good. But you're like good. I had, I had so much to say about it. Uh, first of all, the irony. Second of all, the difference in political problems between the United States <laughs> local government and Canadian local government in, in Winnipeg. Like time out, time out. F- I will I will just throw a little thing in there. The things that they choose to cover. Yeah. Yeah. Because but let's also, let's be like, honest. This but. headline in the US would absolutely be like uh Austin, Texas mayoral candidate shivved outside of a <laughs> rally after saying he'll reduce violence in the city. After seeing man with AR fifteen. Uh, so just before noon on Wednesday, Rick Schoen parked his truck at the Wilderness Supply, the Isabel Street retail store he owns, walked inside and briefly spoke to an employee. When he returned to his truck minutes later, his bicycle had been lifted from the back of the truck. It was the same bike he took to a 10.30 a.m. news conference near Granite Curling Club, all right, oh I feel my, like that's oh a God. fucking that's show the title. Most Canadian shit. That is a show title. <laughs> yes, Granite yes, Curling yes, Club it is. or the Curling Club. <laughs> Curling Club. Yeah. Oh, um, so anyway, 
where he promised to spend $250,000 on 500 new bike racks in Winnipeg and pledged to replace the city's bike registration system with a national theft deterrent program. Quote, I feel so stupid, Schoen said Wednesday afternoon. I was inside for two minutes. I got distracted by a question. I was thinking of some stuff like this this morning. I went to Starbucks on the way to work, and this, this guy got out of his car and just left his car running, and he went inside, and, like, it's busy. Like, it's people, like, coming and picking up their stuff, and... I do that I, all the time. Please, steal my car. <laughs> I have gap insurance, and my insurance will cover any other uh, losses, so... But this is just Go where you live. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it, it, it's Steal weird. It. I, I would, I would <laughs> Pay never. Pay my car off for me. I like, <laughs> if I'm going to go inside to literally tell the cashier yeah. hello yeah. and come back out, I'm locking my car because yeah. I don't trust no. anyone. Anyway. Like, I, don't I also, keep when I run into Starbucks, I don't take my purse or my backpack with my laptop yeah. or my, like, anything. Yeah. I just yeah. take my keys in, but I fucking lock my car. Yes. It's just, oh man, it's wild. So, uh, and I'm reading from, <laughs> I just love this. I'm reading from his, uh, his Twitter post. At uh, uh, Rick Schoen. If anyone sees my orange Rawson riding around, I would really like it back for the person who just stole it from me. 529 alert has been activated. What, what does that even mean? Yeah, I don't even. We got a 520. Excuse Excuse me, sir. We've got a five twenty nine over down at the uh, what? What the what the fuck store was he at? We got a five twenty nine at the Granite Curling Club. Uh, yeah, we we got a bike uh, that's been lifted out of the back of a truck. Yeah, let's do that. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like I what? googled, I googled five twenty nine alert Canada. Top result: Project five twenty nine dot com. Make the most of the 529 community to find your stolen bike. Our community includes over 400 law enforcement agencies, universities, and bike clubs. 400. <laughs> 400 to what? recover fucking stolen bikes. What? 400 fucking officers to recover stolen Could you imagine if this no, was a U.S. policy? 400 law enforcement agencies. Yeah. Like, it's like a huge wow. connection. No, yeah. It's a fucking network, dude. Oh, my God. Shown is the second mayoral candidate candidate my god candidate to address bike theft in two days sean loney uh made a similar bike registration pledge on tuesday when he also promised to install more bike lockers in public places and change city zoning uh city zoning rules to make lockers mandatory in new developments Sh oh okay. man this is cool Okay, so I mean, it's really dumb, but it's kind of, um, you can <laughs> get a, cool. you can get a five twenty nine shield for your bike. So it's a decal that has a unique seven character ID that adds an extra identifier to your bike. So it warns thieves that it's registered, and there will be other bike so, owners looking for it if it gets stolen. So where does where so it's like a shield? like a VIN number for a Kinda, fucking yeah. bike? Where where does the shield go? I don't know. I'm trying to find a picture. And is yeah. it removable? Right? Yeah, like, well, that's that's the question. That. It's like, if, is it it's like a, a plastic bike? He, it just clips on. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, it's a well, zip you tie. can just unclip it. Yeah, it's a zip tie that goes around like it's your not even wheel zip so tie, that it'll make dude. a motorcycle noise. It'll be like, whenever you ride it. Yeah. Um, But no, like, Canada, is this what, is this, is this, is this what, the big, uh, wait, the have problem? either of you been to Canada? Mm -mm. No. Oh, 
Man, I need to go to Canada. Can we go? Dude, my brother went to Canada. Uh, well, I, can you really consider British Columbia Canada? I mean, I know that yes. it I'm is. I'm terrible at all geography, but especially Canadian geography. I think yes. I believe British Columbia is like right across. Did like, you know? Did, Washington did you know that? Did you know that some uh, there are there Canada are border. some states that are more north of Canada than can than the most southern Canada territory? Yes. Wait, what? Wait, are you talking about Alaska? The, mo- the most, the most northern, no. Besides what? Alaska, besides Alaska, the most northern, the most northern state is more north than the most southern Canadian territory. Oh yeah, well I mean yeah, because it's like kind of a horseshoe, isn't it? Not a horseshoe, but yeah. it's like it's like a zoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a zoop. Yeah, zoop. there you go. <laughs> it's a zoop. Straight from straight from Wiki. Yeah, zoop. Uh, so right here, it's a zoop. I'm going to write it down. It says needs show, citation. Show title. It's a zoop. <laughs> Man, it must be nice for this to be like talk about a slow news day and like a slow crime day. My God, yeah. (laughs) Eighty-five minutes. I love it though. Uh, Shown is also the second Winnipeg mayor uh, mayoral candidate to uh, report a theft this August. Earlier this month, Rana Bakari uh, had a catalytic converter stolen from her. (laughs) Campaign that happens RV. every day in Tennessee. What the fuck are you talking I know, about? Right? <laughs> Showed also promised Wednesday to increase the city's annual spending on bike trails, sidewalk improvements, and pedestrian trails from approximately four point three million this year to a minimum of nine point four million every year. More <laughs> cycling routes would be converted into protected bike routes, or I'm sorry, bike lanes under this program. Gaps in the cycling uh, network would be filled in and wayfinding signs would be improved to the standard of markers along the Southwest Transit bike path, he said. Quote, we spend a lot of money building the trails, but to visitors (laughs) or even to people like myself who go to different areas of the city, it's often often really hard to figure out where you are. And where you're going. Oh, my God. Shown said alongside... Yogi the, Bear. Okay. I know. Right the Yogi Bear. Where are we? Hey, this is, hey, this is the, most, the most white people uh, first world problems right here. I just don't know where I'm going, don't you know? <laughs> oh, what a boot. What a boot when I'm trying to go to my greenies. want Rocky and Bullwinkle to show up. I know. It's <laughs> shit, dude. I love this fucking shit. Scooby Doo and the gang are going to show up to investigate the fucking crime. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. Anywho, uh, all right, man. That that's about all I got there. Okay, I got two clickbait spoilers. Ooh. One yeah. from this one that you just read because <laughs> I can't stand an article that I have to. I gotta see. I gotta see what happens. All right, all right, all right. So over on the side was one that says. Hope and prayer drove 33-day search that reached a happy ending in northern Quebec. Quebec? Quebec. Yeah, Quebec. Quebec. I always say Quebec, but yeah, I've heard I Quebec. Yeah. Quebec. So. Quebec. Okay. Either or. Percy James Pukashishi. What? <laughs> Pukashishi. Puka <laughs> I'm sorry. I can usually... Pukashishe. Okay, Pukashishe. Is this from uh, Percy, Percy was found after a volunteer effort involving up to 60 people. Here's here's what the clickbait was. Um, Hope and Prayer did not find this dude. The search found this dude. Thank you for coming to my oh. TED Talk. 
Oh, 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 you got me riled His up. His mother had, had faith that she would find him. She never lost hope. They kept searching. They didn't just stay home and pray no. about it. They did. No they way. Made, they did action. Oh no way! God. Are you telling me that instead of posting hopes and fucking uh, hopes and prayers on Facebook, they, they took actually action? did something? What? That is unheard of. That is unprecedented. And um, I don't know how. I don't know how this is going to affect Wait, religion. Time out, to be time honest out. with you, you're telling me that hope and prayers did just levitate this motherfucker back. <laughs> <laughs> no, a couple of fishermen found him. No, for real, like, cool, like, I'm glad he made it home, yes, like, yes, but, yeah. like, it was not hope and prayer, it was searching. It was. Yeah, no, no, it, it was not hope and prayer, it, it was, was also uh, just kind of luck, because it was, it was, like, two random fishermen, it wasn't even people that were doing the search <laughs> yeah, that found him. and also, also, those fishermen were, um, you know, searching for mermaids at the same time. Sure, yes, so, yes. It's true. Okay, and then the, yeah. the second clickbait spoiler is from Mir. Woman forced to cover up with lost property scarf after being dress coded at a restaurant. This bitch was basically wearing a bikini top at a really nice upscale restaurant. And they were like, you have to leave or you have to cover up. She didn't have anything. So in their lost and found, they had a really nice scarf. Mirror, do better. Come on. Come on, mirror. We rely on you for like exclusive news by we, I mean me. (laughs) Not this shit. Like, I want to hear about the dude that had a fight with his roommate about his long hair. <laughs> but not this bullshit. Come on. And then uh, people Jeez. in the comments were like, oh, this is a double standard. Men don't get asked to change their clothes. Men don't dress risque at, like, upscale restaurants. Like, if you, plus, showed, uh, if you showed up to a place with dress code with shorts on, they're going to kick you up. Yeah. They're going to. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> God. That's stupid. So, um, yeah. so this woman got kicked out of a restaurant, right? So let me tell you why a woman um, farts in the cheese aisle. I'm so mad that I moused over this and saw the picture preview. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't. <laughs> like my Wait, should just, I open it or should I just like just mouse over it? Okay. Just it's Mary Magdalene. I'm so mad. <laughs> what? I just, my my mouse happened to go over it, and I was like, not this bitch again. <laughs> Dude, and she's we're, farting we're bring- on the cheese. This ain't her. This is a different lady. No, oh, okay. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's a different her. one. But it's not. <laughs> it's, bringing, it's her, but it's not. God, ladies, ladies, we're bringing thin eyebrows back. We're not. And we're farting on. We're cheese. not. Please don't, because <laughs> honestly, please don't do that. We're very like, not. Just, just wear your eyebrows how they came, and I promise they look good. Also, leave the cheek filler at home. We're not getting any more Thank cheek filler. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Y'all are starting to look guys, like cats. Thank you. Guys do not want to, like, take out, or hell, honestly, even girls don't even want to take out a chipmunk on I a date. I don't want you to look Have you been to Jersey? Have you been to New Jersey? No. no. And honestly, I won't go for this reason. Yeah. There's too much cheek filler. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the old reliable lad Bible comes at us again with uh, this explanation. A woman explains why she farts in the cheese aisle off posh supermarkets. So she only does this like at Whole Foods, guys. She doesn't do this at Walmart. Yeah, that's because the the cheese aisle already (laughs) smells like a fart at Walmart. Uh, So here we go. 
A woman who likes to fart in the cheese aisle of posh supermarkets has explained the reason for her unusual hobby, giving a whole new meaning to the term cut the cheese. Really? Is it? Lad is Bible. it giving? Because she's not cutting anything. So. Uh, so TikToker <laughs> Amy Scott, aka Plastic Amy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Why would you yeah. ever adopt that name? Like, even if people because wanted to give her. you that, look at her. Well, no, I understand that, but it's like, my God. Like, I just call her Puffy McPufferson. I mean, it's like, I mean, she's not trying to pretend she's not getting plastic surgery. Like, these these women are not out here trying to pretend that they just naturally don't have wrinkles. They are but, going for the plastic but look. why? But who is into this? <laughs> I mean, I feel like people look oh. at me and say that about tattoos, so, like, that's fine. But, like, less really? people than do that about this. No. You know? I, Okay, I mean, so I, I see mean, where I, you're going I, with like, that. To be honest like, with you, da- yeah, Daniel, as know. a single guy... I'd entertain the idea just just for the experience. Really? Because honestly, yeah. when I was single, like if I saw that, it was like a red flag that I was like, wow. Oh, it is. It is, but sometimes you just have to ignore them. It depends on how many Labats in you are. Nope. Labats. <laughs> um, anyway. right, can we do this? This is called a Labat count. <laughs> That's that's the episode L- time. Lobatometer. Lobatometer. Yeah. Ooh, two, All right. Two, so yeah, I plastic. Okay, thank you. Plastic Amy shared a short but insightful clip with her uh, three hundred sixty-one thousand followers, in which <laughs> makes eyebrows right rise. I really eyebrows. She barely has any. No, she doesn't. She uh-huh. has like uh, approximately five to seven it's, eyebrow it's hairs. It's not about her eyebrows. It's just saying her admitting this is eyebrow raising. We, Allie, we know this. I was making a Do joke. We? Uh, she she has chola eyebrows. Okay, um, so yeah, I, I said it uh, in the post, which has been uh, I'm just which has been which has been viewed more than uh, 1.7 million times. She writes, I like farting in the cheese section of posh supermarkets. Amy has become known for her comedic skits, which she films using the plastic surgery filter on TikTok. There you go. So she uses a filter. She's hmm. like, you simply, Allie, you Allie simply is actively looking for the plastic I'm, I'm surgery so filter. Fast. <laughs> she goes. Uh, she uses you the plastic surgery. Shop in the uh, cheese aisle. I was born in the cheese aisle. I was farting in the cheese aisle before you were born. <laughs> Allie, if this is a filter, it's the most realistic filter I've ever seen. No, she looks like that all the time, but I think she's also doing. I don't know. Okay. Uh, anyway, so uh, she does is this, this a before and after. No. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's a Russian man. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Um, I'm joking. So this article says that she uh, does this while using the plastic surgery filter on TikTok while speaking in a high-pitched voice. Uh, as such, she may very well have just been joking around, but either way, it's left her fans in stitches. <laughs> she has some like fans that are very easily amused. Wait, Rose, watch out. One <laughs> wrote one uh, to, uh, to which Amy replied, "That's where I mainly uh that's where I mainly do it." So apparently, Wait, Rose is a uh, uh, upscale 
store. I don't know. Maybe it's good. <laughs> it's good to have a hobby. Another one uh, joked. Another one. Uh, while a third quipped, "It isn't much, but it's honest work." A fourth chimed in, "Am I picking up slight notes of oak and rosemary? Simply extraordinary." <laughs> what the fuck? She she also let her followers know why she enjoys biz- the bizarre hobby. The model explained that she does it just to hear the snooty people talk about how amazing the fresh fresh cheese smells. Some people seemed excited to give it a try themselves. Anyone who shops at posh supermarkets might want to give che- the cheese aisle a swerve. A what? And, I wonder if they took uh, it down. Uh, a swerve. Uh, uh, and a follow-up clip, the TikToker was seen laughing about the fact uh, that her admission had made the headlines, replying to one of the commenters who said that she's famous for farting. Uh, Amy joked, finally, people are appreciating me for my many talents. <laughs> if she really does like cutting the cheese, so to speak, in public, she might want to watch where she aims them. Uh, take it from the man who was arrested for 34 months for farting in a police officer's face which is a completely (laughs) like what this is so different from what we were just discussing yeah that's weird Uh, while he did have a few other offenses under his belt it definitely didn't help the matters Uh, it's like this guy ate two pounds of cheese whiz this guy ate two pounds of nails so basically it gets into this guy that uh was arrested uh for uh he he made off with uh 33,000 uh pounds worth of beer and cider from uh, a Tesco as well as vape products from a garage what the fuck i think it's just 33 it's just 33, yeah, 33 pounds yeah 33 pounds worth of beer and cider okay That's i thought I you said, said 33,000 i might have i don't know at this point <laughs> Uh, anyway, so the guy, the, the guy got arrested and then, uh, he ended up farting in the officer's face and then, I mean, you know. I mean, this dude looks like a 33, like pound stealing face farter. He was, he, he was charged with You're telling me that guy is four years older than me. He, he's, well, dude, some he people was, have had him. I don't need buried. plastic surgery. I just need to sit beside this guy. He, <laughs> no, I'm uh, telling you, char- just live your look, best life. <laughs> this dude farted in a cop's some water, face and he was, charged, there you go. he was charged for 125 bucks for loudly farting near police officers. What? Mm. Uh, dude, Which I feel like this was... article is just going everywhere. It's like we started yeah. farting in the cheese aisle and then this guy farted in somebody's face, but he didn't. And then like <laughs> his charges the... were later reduced to 85 bucks. So yeah. there you go. Uh, but anyway, yeah, there you have it. Uh, this woman is farting in cheese aisles just to watch uh rich bystanders say oh look how good the cheese smells which is really her farts okay 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 you smell the cheese for some reason i scrolled down and i glanced over the next story and let me let me tell you real quick (laughs) because this one got me one more clickbait ruiner here yes mom explains why she breastfed husband sure why kinky no she uh, had a clogged milk duct, and Google suggested to have your partner suck the clog out. 
That's it for yeah. me. That's it. That's it for me. I'm um, blogging <laughs> off forever. I hate it here. Thank you. Speaking Bye. of sucking out clogged up milk nuts, <laughs> let's talk about a Missouri River. All right. Did a, a man uh, a man fucking paddled 38 ma- miles Please. down it. Please. In a, a hollowed pumpkin? out pumpkin. Yes. Yes. I was also going to cover this, but I decided not to. I'm so glad. I saw this Daniel, too. We had we had hey, the same man. mindset, yeah. dude. It's true. It's true. <laughs> a Nebraska man paddled 38 motherfucking miles down the Missouri River on Saturday in a quote boat made from a hollowed out pumpkin to celebrate his 60th birthday and hopefully set a Guinness world record that's that's do my you hero. see this pumpkin i yes. love the the pumpkin boat things that they do every <gasps> year they rule and it's uh, first of all we the... don't see it because you haven't put a link oh, to it but i apologize second friends. of all I've i know seen i'm slacking uh, if if and, you're just um, like uh Coming into this shit, which you're not because you were listening from the beginning. Um, <laughs> I'm going to post this right here. There you go. Yeah. Um, we're kind of doing this one on the fly because uh, scheduling conflict and you know what? Guess and what? Like a slow Love news it. cycle right now, It was too. ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, when mine and Larry's, like, beat fucking overlap, <laughs> it's rough. a slow what news trying, cycle. What are you trying, trying to say, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get back to it. Um, so <laughs> let's see. So he uh, he started paddling, uh, or he paddled 38 miles down the Missouri River on Saturday in a, quote, boat made from a hollowed-out pumpkin to celebrate his 60th birthday and hopefully set a Guinness World Record. Um, my favorite part about this, it says on the pumpkin... And I don't know if they're going to get to it or not. They do. Okay, then I won't. I won't do it. Um, all right, here we go. Dwayne Hansen set out from the public boat docks in Belle, Bellevue, Bellevue, uh, Nebraska, at about seven thirty a.m. in the eight hundred and four. Oh my God, I was set for eight hundred forty-six pound pumpkin. Holy shit! That's a big ass pumpkin. That is an insanely it's a huge heavy pumpkin. Bitch. <laughs> Not That's a huge a bitch. Uh, That's a huge uh, bitch. <laughs> and arrived in Nebraska City just after six thirty p.m. That's fucking eleven hours. Oh my god! Uh, according to a post, could you on- imagine the critters that like Dude. he attracted down the river? Can't you just picture like, like a fucking muskrat being like, "What is this?" They were like, is "This is a treat, <laughs> Dude. Chris, Chris is coming early for it. It smells so good. I'm going to get in it. <laughs> Fishermen lined up behind him just to catch fish. Fishermen yeah, going, yeah. is this a mermaid? <laughs> yeah. And then they found the guy. Yeah. <laughs> they say if you stay in your job long enough, you might just or you might see just about everything. And this morning was one of those days. A city witness said in the Facebook post, the pumpkin vessel had the name. If I saw this, just a single person paddling a homemade fucking pumpkin canoe (laughs) down the river, I would be insufferable. I would never shut the fuck up about having seen this. I know what. Not only that, I would check my schedule. I would follow him around. And I might like, I might like yeah. follow the river I'm and then be like, oh. I'm going to meet you at the oh, bridge. Allie, I'm going to meet you Allie, at the next you, thing. I'm going to drop food Allie, down you. what did you do this you. summer? 
Ali followed Ali followed Fall Out Boy on their summer tour. I followed a fucking pumpkin guy <laughs> down exactly. the fucking river all Was summer. I don't know. I just thought of the first band. To give so the pumpkin vessel had the name the SS Berta written on the back and had a cup holder carved into the hole. I love no. they call it a hole. Hanson's wife, family, and friends were also there to document the journey. The city's post said, uh, with some of uh, them following him in a proper boat, just in case the pumpkin ran into any trouble. The previous record. I for mean, the there's longest- a high chance. Okay, check the this percent- shit. Oh, he the, whooped him. The previous record for the longest journey by pumpkin boat. Like, can I just say what? That's a thing. That's a thing. Like, there's there's someone out there with like the you know the record for like the most successful surgeries performed, and then there's this guy. Yeah, and it's like. Uh, you know, I, you know, I, I don't have the highest vertical leap. I don't have the, the furthest like distance driven in a car. 40 yard dash. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you the what I can do. 40 yard dash. Da- Daniel, I'm going on a journey gonna... in a gourd. <laughs> journey. Wait, but <laughs> how far have you gone? Uh, further than you. Ah! <laughs> I made all these friends. There's bus rides behind yeah, me. There's seriously. fishermen. <laughs> I have literally Daniel. a raft of ants that are just following me, <laughs> waiting for my pumpkin boat to stop. They're all just so. drunk off eating pumpkin guts. <laughs> Daniel, that sets a new goal for us. Okay, so we need to plant a potato it's and true. like grow it and a po- go down the Tennessee River. We need to potato kayak somewhere. Yes. So from I don't think a potato going to hold up. I don't think it's going to work. From, da- uh, from downtown Knoxville all the way to the fucking Gulf of Mexico, we are going to, fl- or wherever the fuck the Tennessee River ends, we're going to float all the way we're down. Gonna do a, we're going to do a zook canoe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, also, you guys are going to have to shrink yourselves down because the largest potato ever grown measured was 10 pounds, 14 ounces. Yeah, we can fit it. I'm not going to lie. I could drop weight real quick. No, <laughs> Listen, we just starve you ourselves You guys are not like putting months. me at in a potato boat <laughs> following her. <laughs> Furthest kitten sailed in a potato boat. I hate this. I'm too dainty for this shit. This sucks. The previous record for the longest journey by pumpkin boat was 25 and a half miles. And this motherfucker went 38? Yep. 38. Yep. Wow. Oh my All right, God. so we got the bar set 38. Demolish Damn, we that We need record. to get on this. That's we need insane. to get on this. Yeah, dude. We'll, we'll get that, straight that on is, it. That is from downtown to Lenore City. We can do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Kylie Galloway, who was the spokesperson for the Guinness World Records, uh, was quoted as saying, within our application process, we provide the applicant with guidelines that are specific to that record category and must be adhered to to qualify. These guidelines also detail the evidence that must be submitted. Once received and reviewed, our records management team will then confirm the success or failure I of the record. W- I want to be a Guinness World Record moderator. Oh, man. Like, could you imagine? How do you even get that fucking, around? That's got to be voluntary, dude. Yeah. Got to be. You just travel around uh, like witnessing stupid shit. Probably like the longest, <laughs> uh, like the biggest crowd of the uh, the one in New York City, where it's like the biggest crowd that did the dab or some bullshit like that. Oh, I don't even know. I don't know, I don't know exactly what it was, but yeah. Uh, Jesus, is that what we're doing these days? God, is this is that uh, what we've fallen to? Yeah, so. so. 
I all I know is that there's some shit going on in the church world, guys. And um, when let's talk. ain't there? Let's, let's chat. This this is this is like uh, a Mad Lib. Mm-hmm. Uh, oof, so oof. <clears throat> so police deem porn addicted Bible camp workers exorcism of bleeding child was legal. Just let that soak in. I will say it again. Police deem porn addicted Bible camp worker. His exorcism of bleeding child was legal. Once again, I desperately want to diagram this sentence and frame it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Carlos uh, Dorskin. Really? Really? Dorkson. This isn't Dorkson. Yeah, Dorkson. Uh, Carlos Dortskin, whatever, will not be charged after performing an exorcism on a teenage boy and allegedly telling children they must keep in contact with him as only he could ward off demons. Police have said they will not be charging a Bible camp worker who performed an an exorcism Mm. on a bleeding teenage boy. Carlos, who also goes by what the fuck McIntyre. is that? Okay. The L <laughs> threw me off. It's a capital I. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, worked over the summer as a counselor at the Redberry Bible Camp in Saskatchewan, Canada. What the fuck, Canada? You go from literally charging like... Yeah. Like one extreme to the other. The Royal Canadian Got stolen police. bikes and bang boys. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> This is an exorcism <laughs> on a boy, a bleeding teenage boy. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police launch a probe. <laughs> really? Like I said, wrong bang boys. Wor- <laughs> fucking wording. Can we talk about phrasing here? Mm. They launched a probe after an alleged incident on July 13 involving Dorskin and three boys. Um, uh, a, gov- a government official told CBC that it took place inside one of the camp's cabins where two children saw uh, saw another, uh, thought to be around 14, in medical distress, twitching and bleeding from the nose. The pair went to get help, which, uh, which is when uh, Dorskin decided to perform an exorcism on the boy. Afterwards, he allegedly handed them business cards. This went Parents so well. Said, you gotta, y'all tell your friends. Tell your friends. You got any friends that are fucked up with the devil hey, up in their gourd? Bring yeah. them here. Not a, not a big deal. Said, Here's my card. Par- Come on down. Here's a couple. <laughs> the parents sent images of the cards to CBC alongside his email address and YouTube channel. Yeah, there's a QR uh, code right here. It'll take you straight to my TikTok where I do exorcisms but to dances. It's yeah, good. there it's you go. I hope I hope one of you have this article uh, pulled up to take over because my my shit has frozen. Oh, um, uh, alongside with his email address and YouTube channel was heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with diseases, and cast out demons. Yep. Who's taking All over? Right, got it. The RCMP <laughs> have now stated that no action will be taken against Dorskin. Quote. Criminal investigations ultimately boil down to two things, gathering evidence and determining whether that evidence indicates an individual committed a crime as defined by the Criminal Code of Canada. 
we hold this very high, just as high as maple syrup. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I made that up. I was about to say, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I don't know what uh, SUPT, S-U-P-T, I don't know what uh, that abbreviation means. Do you know what that means? Superintendent, maybe. Maybe. Superintendent uh, Josh Graham, officer in charge of the Saskatchewan RCMP Major Crime Unit, said, quote, practices like the one reported may be concerning to some people, but they are not illegal in Canada. All we say is, sorry. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, uh, I'm sorry. I'm doing a lot of editorializing because this is fucking Canada. Any Canadian listeners, we love you guys, but, like, man, you guys are so nice. Uh, Quote, we conducted a thorough investigation and did not gather any evidence that would allow any criminal code charges to be laid in relation to what the children experience, end quote. Other details about Dorkson have emerged, including from his Facebook that that's weird. That's Facebook that page, yeah. yeah. Facebook, Facebook page, page that, yeah. that goes into detail about a checkered past uh, with addictions to porn and drugs. No red flag there. And that <laughs> he was fired from a previous job at another camp. Like, how do these he people also, like fucking like camp jump? I feel like we're we're burying some leads here because yeah. the next sentence is he also yeah. said he physically abused an ex girlfriend after a quote drunken cocaine drunken party cocaine what party. before he found God. I mean, yeah. this guy God no, is like, the honestly. answer to all things. This is this is the so, worst part about all of this shit. Like, I understand people can people can change. Damn, people can no, but, also but not listen, change at but, all. Yeah. But listen, listen, parents have also claimed that the Redberry executive director, Roland Tyson, and board chair, Wayne Dick, <laughs> <laughs> told them that Dorskin, really Wayne Dick and Dorskin. Dorkson. Dorkson or Dorskin. Yeah. <laughs> had special powers to cast out demons and that the exorcism was necessary to save the boys. Sure, sure, yep. Wait, time out. Was he referring to his testicles? (laughs) Just trying to save the boys. Please close the door behind you. (laughs) So this guy is is alleged to have told... Some super fuck shit, so... This guy also was alleged... uh, is alleged to have told the boys that they must remain in contact with him for the rest of their lives as... Only he can save them from their demons. Listen, boys, we're blood brothers now, and that means forever. Like, we're, like, we're buddies for good. Ah, dude. Also, I can save you from Satan. I'm the only one. On YouTube, on YouTube, he claimed his action shouldn't come as a surprise to parents saying, you should, you should have known better if you're sending someone to a camp that has the word Bible in it. (laughs) What? 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 If you didn't expect a porn-addicted camp counselor, I don't know what you porn, thought you'd get out a of a Bible. porn-addicted cocaine fiend. He's like, in, an, in another clip, In another clip, he described performing an exorcism, an exorcism on a boy who had been, quote, practicing with Ouija and, quote, drinking human blood. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's next, so the common. Next <laughs> Yeah, the next sentence, Dick. 
Dick confirmed to CBC that the camp was investigating incidents. Incident, he said, "Quote: I'm not prepared to discuss it at this point. I can assure you, uh, the workers is not uh, the worker is not at the camp. Yeah, where are you hiding them? Where are you hiding, bro? Where are you hiding, bro? Yeah. Under the Colorado airport <laughs> with the Illuminati. God. Yeah, he was bleeding the uh, the blood uh, out of the children for adrenochrome. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Ugh. yep. Jeez." Yeah, they right. start coming in with a fucking banger. How are we gonna uh, wrap this bad boy up? We got probably one one more in here. Um, I'm looking. I'm I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> I can give you guys a few quick book recommendations. Nope. Let's nope. What? Okay. <laughs> I'm just yeah, let's kidding. do that. Let's let's go a little out. lighter. Okay. Yeah, just to, uh, to wrap, just to get rally hell. I know. So. Not really from my link. I was going to go over some of those, but I'll, I'll cut back and just go over stuff that I'm actually interested in. Yes. Um, there's a new Stephen King book out Tuesday, September 6th called Fairy Tale. And he says at the beginning of the pandemic that he asked himself, like this is him in real life. Yeah. He asked himself, what could you write that would make you happy? And this book is apparently his answer to that. I like can't imagine Stephen King happy. So I had some really weird thoughts about Stephen King. What about yeah. his son? Is his son like? Are you talking is, about is Joe Hill? Joe Hill is. Is he succeeding in his um, like writing books uh, career? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Given that he's been he's been given hell because his father is Stephen King and like he's over here whining about shit. Like, is that is that a thing now? What's or he whining what's about? What's going on there? I don't know, man. Let's just leave me alone. I'm. Ranting. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't know. I know. Okay. Uh, okay. So I got a question though. Yeah. Um, I had some weird thoughts about Stephen King after reading eleven twenty two. Or well, I say yeah. reading, listening to the vast majority of, yeah. and reading previous Stephen King books. He's got some weird things with kids, man. Yeah. He does a lot of weird things with kids. He does. He does. So I don't Especially know. Like it. Yeah. yeah. So I. I. I I'm. It's kind of scared of what makes him happy. Well, it's a kid. <laughs> you did not know that. Me. You did You're not know that. Me. No, You're kidding no. me. Okay. He's okay. 17. Okay, but, okay, um, okay. This high school kid's going through some hard shit at home, and he finds a portal under his neighbor's shed that goes to another world and has a sundial that can turn back time. That huh. sounds like 112263, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's got um, some of those feels. But it sounds kind of cool, and there's a beloved dog, and apparently there's even a tease about it being a happy ending. So my mom... Not like that, Larry. My mom... <laughs> he was uh, he wasn't not listening. listening. That's cool. Uh, but <laughs> my mom was actually... Uh, she's actually reading 112263, yeah. because she's like, what do you guys read? Yeah. I love my mom. She's she's such a bookworm. I love like, that she'll come by and be like, "What book's this?" Like yeah. I remember, like yeah. yeah, she's totally like, "Oh, yoink!" Yeah. Anyway, um, she was reading it and she was like, "You know, it really comes off as like almost like uh, and eleven twenty two sixty three is what I'm referring to." Yeah. Um, that it comes off as like almost like Stephen King, like almost like wanting to like. Rewind time and stay there. Yeah, to a, to a degree, because I mean, he wrote that in a, yeah. uh, what twenty eleven ish. Because so. wasn't that was supposed to be the current time? 
So, yeah. but it was don't just kind of interesting. Usually, right in the world that they want to live in, though. Maybe I don't know. No, I mean, there's horror books. That's. I mean, you don't know their mindset. I don't think he wants it. I think that honestly, I think he's kind of tormented, and he yeah. puts it on paper. Yeah, could be wrong, okay. but but it does kind of yeah. It kind of seemed like he really made it out to be like, oh look how cool the times were back then. Yeah, like he was never. Like, it was like, so simple. Yeah, yeah. You could get a root beer, yeah. and it was great. It was so good. <laughs> that didn't make me but really, hey, really hey, hard. Hey, and, and guess what? The past is fucking obdurate. <laughs> oh my god! If I hear that fucking word one more time, I'm gonna punch somebody. Yes. Anyway, okay. sorry. Go ahead. Um, okay. <laughs> There's a new Cormac McCarthy book. Oh, what? Coming out October 25th called The Passenger. No fucking way. What? Really? You're joking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was like, name a Cormac McCarthy. Where's our cricket favorite author? <laughs> um, I've never read any of his stuff. I need to, but I just, I need to read The Road. I've got a copy. I it's, just need to get to it. I it's know. great. I know. It's great. It's depressing as fuck, yeah, but it's great. That's my so, vibe. Yeah. Um, anyway, this new book has a mysterious plane crash. This, this book has everything. It has a mysterious plane crash, a disturbing cover-up, and the utter inexplicability of human consciousness. Of course. Obviously. I mean, that's Is this great. about the missing Malaysian flight? No. Yeah. <laughs> But um, and then there's supposed to be a second book in the series coming out the next month after that. This dude wrote well, a Pulitzer, wrote, won a Pulitzer, I think is how we're supposed to say it. Like, sure. and now Thank he's publishing you. books back yes. to back months. Well, huh. he hasn't had anything published in a hot minute. No, I think it's he? been a while. It's yeah. almost as, it's almost as he got funded f- for winning a Pulitzer or something. You there's, know, maybe like, there is a money prize. Also, it boosts yeah. your sales. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. He won a Pulitzer like 20 years ago, dude. Oh, well, he's shit. got plenty of time to recent. write like literally a trilogy and then release them very closely yeah. back yeah. to back. I would think, right? I think so. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm just coming out from like the outside in, so like, I'm just making comments to make myself relevant in this conversation. Okay. Okay, so there's one called <laughs> anyway. there's one called Hester by Lori Lico Albanese that comes out October fourth. It's historical fiction that's a reimagining of the woman who inspired Hester Prynne, the protagonist in Scarlet Letter. Gotcha. Uh, it combines rigor, rigorous research with literary imagination to explore female creative power among relentless patriarchal oppression. I don't know. That something about heavy. that kind of cool though. Yeah. Like, yeah, it sounds heavy. Um, the Prisoner by B.A. Paris comes out November 1st. Mystery thriller. Young woman marries into a billionaire family with several deadly secrets. She wakes up imprisoned in a completely black room, and that might be for the best. That's Jeez. like all that it says. Oh my I'm like, God. I'm into it. That's wild. Um, and then the last one I'm going to do, um, Runtime by Catherine Ryan Howard. It just came out in August. Mm. I read a book of hers earlier this year. Yeah, this year called 56 days and i didn't expect to like it and i really really liked it um and it was kind of a weird thriller too yeah and this one's description on goodreads is sort of like a little list so it says movie making can be murder the project final draft that's the name of it Mm. a psychological horror promising young thing steve dade will direct the tagline based on a terrifying true story that hasn't happened yet the location, a cottage deep in a forest, miles from anywhere in the wintry wilds of West Cork. The lead, former soap star Adele Rafferty, 
has stepped in to replace their original actress at the very last minute. She can't help but hope that this will be her big break. But the problem, something isn't quite right on the set of Final Draft. Adele is about to discover that the real horror lies off the page. I know, it sounds cool. That's intriguing, yeah. for sure, dude. Yeah. 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 I like it. Rapid oh, fire I book like suggestions. It. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I like it. Dude, honestly, if I could keep up with like book suggestions that you make, like legit, I'd be a fucking well-read motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we all know that I read it at third grade level, so... If somebody else isn't yeah, reading to me or it, you give me like three months for a, a 200-page book, then sabe. Anywho. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we're going to have to wrap this episode. I know we're going to be a little bit short this week, but like apologies. Uh, like I said, uh, we had uh, scheduling conflicts and all that jazz uh, this week, so we had to record this early. So... Um. Yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us for episode 217 of the Tether Radio Podcast. We are uh, hitting you guys up with uh, right around, I don't know, about an hour and quarter. I don't know, somewhere around there. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. At this point, <laughs> give or take, who cares? give or take. But the math is complicated because we got to back off all the last one. It's, yeah. it's hard. Okay, I know. I'm, I'm like, wait, what episode are we on again? Yeah. Uh, so let us know what you guys thought about this one. Um, but be gentle. Um, you can send it all to tetherradio at gmail.com. That's T-E-T-H-E-R-R-A-D-I-O at gmail.com. Uh, you can uh, hit us up on the Twitter sphere at tether underscore radio. We're on Instagram at tether underscore radio. Facebook, all one word, tether radio. We got the tether radio after dark Facebook group. It's fun. It's great. You could definitely relate. I don't know. <laughs> it's I was fun trying to come up with like something that would rhyme. So, <laughs> if you guys want to chime in at any moment, it's fine. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm over here, like I'm, I'm, like I just opened a frozen fucking beer and it keeps like overflowing on me. So that's my problem right now. <sighs> Damn, I wish I had that problem. Um, so uh, yeah, we got the Tether Radio After Dark Facebook group. It is a closed group, so your uh, your your Aunt Mimi and your Uncle Paul they won't see what you're doing. Don't worry about it. Ain't no thing. Uh, but hey, if they want to get freaky deaky, let's do it. Invite them to the group. Um, so, uh, we've also have the, uh, read with tether Facebook group. That is our book club. Uh, let's see. This is going to be coming out on the 12th. Is that correct? Unless you're a complete maniac, you won't get through 11, yes. 22, 63 if you start right the second, but Hey, yes. if you are, go ahead. <laughs> if you are like Allie, or then, if you just want to come, yeah, hang. Up, yeah. like, you, you can still come hang yeah. even if you've not read it or you've not finished it. It's okay. Honestly, yeah, we're, come, we're come be come be me and just be there. Yeah. It's true. It's true. He is just present. So no, I'm just kidding. Although I have I have read like or I have listened to forty percent of the book. Yeah, man. It honestly, oh, wow. it's okay. it's some fun shit. And like, if nothing else, ask questions. You know, it it makes us talk about shit that we like to talk about because we've read the book and we. Love talking about books. Fuck. It's a book club. Man, I've gone to book clubs before where I only read half the book, and I'm yeah. just like, y'all tell me real quick what happens in the end. I just want to know. Yeah, fun. exactly. 
Uh, we got the Tether Radio newsletter that comes out on Mondays. Allie puts that together. It is a beautiful thing. She uh, curates that and uh, tosses all the fun little critters and weird, sometimes weird things that uh, we request for her to put in it. <laughs> Uh, and honestly, I don't blame her for not putting some of the other shit that we request her to put in it. So I don't know where to go from here. No, know I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, Tetherradio.substack.com. <laughs> you can check out that newsletter or you can sign up for that to come to your inbox. I would suggest the latter. Um, we have Tether Radio Untethered. We will not have one this week, but I'd say we'll be back in the saddle next week. Yep. I believe that's all I got. Anybody else got anything to add? I think we're good. All right. We're all good in the hood, so we're going to put a pretty little bow on episode 217 of the Tether Radio Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Daniel. I'm Allie. I'm Larry. And uh, once again, we thank you for joining us for right under an hour and a half. Oh, my goodness. It was a good time. I don't know about you guys, but... I had a fucking blast. Yeah. Uh, Same. (laughs) We hope you guys have a fucking fantastic week and weekend. Be sure to check out the next full episode on Monday. And until then, take it easy, friendos. Bye. Bye, guys.